I don't know. I've got so many random thoughts just bouncing around inside of my head. I just, so many things to talk about. I don't know. I got my wife's workplace, knowledge, wisdom, the county fair, Billy the singing bass. Remember that fish that would hang on your wall and sing songs to you? (laughs) TikTok therapy, Benjamin Franklin, the lake, SpongeBob. I just, yeah, all those things are bouncing around inside of my head. And I just don't know. Maybe I never will. Nobody's going to know. They're going to know. I know that sounds bad. How would they know? And they don't think I know what I do. How would they know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How would they know? Nobody's going to know. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) And I think that's a problem. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. happy lifers thanks for joining us today i am so happy that you did i think we'll talk about all that stuff today in fact my father-in-law always just say this thing and my wife and i still say this line all the time but he would always say i know stuff and he did and you know why he knew stuff he was very intelligent He knew stuff because he always investigated stuff. He was always learning. He was always filling his mind with something. Remember when you were just a kid and you wanted to know everything? I mean, you always wanted to know why. Remember that season when you went through, maybe you don't remember when you did it, but I bet if you had kids, you remember that when they all went through the why. Everything was a why. Well, kids ask why because they want to know or they want to know why not. They get older. They want to know why not right? Why can't I do that? And there came a point where instead of just letting you do things, they would want to do things instead. You know, they would want to unlock the door. They'd want to be the one to put stuff away. They watched you do it and they wanted to know how to do it. They wanted to do it themselves. And sometimes it would get frustrating because you might be in a hurry or, or whatever. You knew it would take them a long time to learn or they get frustrated learning. And it's just easier to do it yourself. But kids always want to know. Just like my father-in-law, I know stuff. Kids always wanted to know stuff. The problem is we get older and then we don't want to know anymore. (laughs) I mean, we don't. We say we don't have enough time. Our brains don't have enough space, but we only use a small percentage of our brain. I think it's less than 10%, right? Some less than others, <laughs> but you know, we just, well, I don't know if we don't want to fill our mind with all this stuff, but we, we get busy, stress happens. We are no longer kids and we just don't want to know anymore. So instead of investigating for ourselves, like my father-in-law always did, instead of learning on our own, instead of reading, instead of studying, we just decide to find out what other people say. And then we just copy that, which takes me to SpongeBob. Here's the part of SpongeBob that was in my brain. And all these things that I thought were random, they weren't random at all. They actually all mixed together. 
I did a video on this, a YouTube short, a TikTok, an Instagram. I put it on all those platforms. Please follow our platforms, like, subscribe, share, all that type of stuff. Help us spread this happy. But I actually did a video on this after all in one day, all those thoughts I said to you, my wife's workplace, knowledge, no, wisdom, no, the county fair, no, Billy the singing bass, no, a little TikTok therapy, no, Benjamin Franklin, no, the lake, no, SpongeBob. All those things happened in my brain in one day. Welcome to my world. That's no crazier than normal. But the crazy part was, is when I decided to just pull back because my brain had been working so hard all day, and I just sat outside on my back porch, and I just looked at the yard, and I slowed down, and I actually put on a hat, and I noticed my hat on it is a smiley face, it's a happy face, and it says, take it easy. And when I started to take it easy, when I slowed down, it's like all those thoughts, like we're in this blender that were just flying around inside of my head. When I slowed down, it's like I hit stop on that blender and all those thoughts began to just settle down to the bottom. And at that point, when I started looking at those thoughts, I realized that they weren't random thoughts at all. They may have seen like random thoughts, random occurrences, crazy things, but they all fit together. And I think that happens a lot in life. We say, why me? We want to know why did this happen to me? We get interrupted. We get frustrated with the interruptions, with the disruptions of life, with the, the, the people that are, you know, getting in our way and stuff like that. But I think sometimes all those things, oftentimes I should say, I think they actually go together. Like all these thoughts and all these happenstances and happenings and disruptions and all this stuff, every one of them is like a, a noodle, like a spaghetti noodle, and they're all on this plate, but there are places where those noodles, they intersect each other on the plate at some point. You realize, wait, there's a connection there. All these things that happen in our life and some things that we feel like may be a waste of our time. I think if we'd slow down a little bit, if we take it easy, if we would just really think about it, we'd see that it wasn't a waste of time at all. It's actually all connected. So my mind was blown away by not only the randomness of all these thoughts, but how they all actually went together. And when that I started seeing that, it was just very cool. And as kids, we want to know stuff. Just like my father-in-law, I know stuff. Kids want to know stuff. Well, we get old and we don't care about knowing so much anymore. We don't have the time maybe or the energy, maybe the bandwidth to learn more stuff. I don't know. But as I was watching SpongeBob yesterday... Last night, my adult son was watching SpongeBob, and we used to watch it when he was a kid. And I think I love it more now than I did when I was watching it as a kid. Now, there were some seasons of SpongeBob I just didn't really get into, but there were some that I really did, and we had watched several in a row. And SpongeBob is a quintessential kid in all of us. That's why I enjoy it so much. And it was like every episode that we had watched, and we had watched a handful of episodes together. We were all just sitting kind of doing family time down on the couch, and we were watching all these episodes, and they all kind of had the same thing about them. They were all about SpongeBob wanting to know. Just like a kid, he wanted to know. And he'd get so excited. He ha- he just had to know. He couldn't hold the suspense in, right? If you've ever seen SpongeBob, you can probably picture it in your head. There were even some times in there where people would manipulate SpongeBob because they knew he wanted to know so bad that they would actually manipulate him. 
And he just had to know, even though Squidward was trying to scare him and he just knew if he kept leading him on with the scary story of the hash slinging slasher, I think was the, was the episode there. And it was a scary story, but SpongeBob, even though he was scared, he could not not listen. He just had to know. And I think that's the answer. The problem is, is that we don't know, but the solution is, is that we want to know. As a kid, you got to know. I want to know. I need to know, right? And then we get older and we don't want to know, which takes me to my wife's office, which is what started out all these thoughts. And they all hang around this one quote that I saw in my wife's office. It was from Benjamin Franklin. And it said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. An investment in knowledge, K-N-O-W ledge, to know. So the question is, do you want to know? Do you still want to know like you did when you were a kid? I think that's a solution to a lot of our problems. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But there's an issue with that. To know the truth means we got to go find the truth, to find knowledge. I think that there are basically two ways to find knowledge, to attain knowledge. Books and experience. We read and study books. We read and study material. We attain knowledge by study, by reading. But there's also a second way that we can attain knowledge, and that's through experience. We have to experience it. When you experience something, you become more knowledgeable about that thing that you just experienced. Even if it's something small and something random, nobody has your experience Only you have your experience, which means only you have your knowledge or your version of that knowledge. So experience is another way to learn. So we learn by reading and studying material. We also learn by experiencing life, which takes me to the county fair, which takes me to the river. Take me to the river. Drop me in the water. I love that song. It's been remixed by a lot of people, but I think it was originally performed by Al Green. And I was at the fair today, and there was a band up there that I just sat and listened to, and I love their style. I wish I remember the name of the band, but they were a bunch of old guys like me, and they're up there, and they're just singing, and they they did that song, and I was just into it because I love that song. I love all the versions of that song. But maybe the version that's the most famous is the one that Billy the Bass sings on the wall. <laughs> you know, that toy or that, it looks like a plaque, like you caught, you know, when people catch a fish, they go to the taxidermist and he stuffs it and puts it on your wall and you say, that's a fish I caught. Well, back in the day when I was a kid or when I was younger anyway, they came up with Billy the Bass and it was a, it was an animated bass. It looked like it was a fish on your wall, but then if you walked by somewhere motion detector, somewhere push a button, but it would sing a song to you. And that's the song that Billy the Bass would sing. In fact, I actually read that Al Green makes more money off of Billy the Bass's version, you know, the royalties and such than he does any other band and there have been a lot of people that have done remix on that and yet billy the bass is the one that he makes more money than any of the other bands i started thinking about what is that song take me to the river drop me in the water and i i thought i knew what it meant but i had to double check to make sure and really it's talking about 
it's a spiritual concept here. It's uh, when in Christianity, when someone decides to follow after God, follow the ways of God, start a relationship with God, with this God that came to earth in the form of Jesus and start a relationship with him, Jesus Christ, Christianity, Christianity, that's where Christianity got its name, right? The Bible talks about that you needed to repent and be baptized. Baptized was a commitment. When people got baptized, they did it out in public. They didn't do it in a church building. There were no church buildings. They did it out in public. And there was a guy by the name of John the Baptist that would baptize people. And once you got baptized, everybody in that whole community, in that whole area, knew that all of a sudden you are now a follower of the way. You decided to follow after the way of Jesus, the way of Christianity. It was a huge statement. And, and the, baptism is a, a lot of different religions do it a lot of different ways. But back then, it was all about submersion. You'd go to John the Baptist or somebody else and they baptize you. And what you were saying was to everybody that was out there, and crowds would just sit and watch it, right? They didn't have TV. They weren't locked in their homes. I mean, they were out in the general population and they would get baptized in front of everybody. And that was saying, I am committing myself to this. I am being immersed in that river. And I think that's what knowledge is to me. It's being immersed in the river. It's dropping yourself in the water. It's about doing a cannonball in that topic, in that experience. It's not just sprinkling yourself with a little bit of information. Knowledge is, is when you jump into it and become completely immersed from head to toe, from toe to head, from butt to head, if it's a cannonball. That's what Billy the Bass is singing about there when he talks about you have to jump in the water. You have to experience this moment. To have knowledge, to know you need to immerse yourself. Jump in the river. Jump into that knowledge, that concept, that idea, that philosophy, that opinion, which is exactly what I did. I got home. I was hot and muggy. And there's a lake right across the street from us, a little community there. And so I went and I jumped into the lake. I rode my bike down there, jumped in the lake, and then I just sit by the lake a little bit, thinking about a lot of these thoughts. Then I rode back home. But on my way to the lake, the song comes on, on my music player, and it's called River by Leon Bridges. And I don't know if it's written after the song that was played at the county fair that Billy the Bass sings or not, because <laughs> uh, it didn't have the same melody or whatever, but it had the same message. It had the same meaning. as It talked about, I want to go to the river. And it would talk about, take me to the river. And then it would say, I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. Take me to the river. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Take me to the river. Jump into this thing because I want to know, because I want to go, because that's where knowledge comes from. The experience, I want to go. I want to know. I want to jump into this thing, which takes me to, I want to talk a little about wisdom here. There's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is to know something. Wisdom is to know what to do with that. Knowledge without wisdom is just zealous. Knowledge without wisdom can actually cause damage. The difference between knowledge and wisdom is practical application. It's the experience. It's taking what you know and putting it into practice. So going back to the two ways that we can learn by reading and studying and then through experience well, honestly, you can kind of play off that a little bit. If we don't experience, then what's the point of knowing it? I mean, if we can't put what we know into something practical, what's the point of it? 
which actually takes me to a third way, I think, that we can gain knowledge, that we can know, at least for me, that is. You know, you can experience it. You can read and study books, pamphlets online, all that type of articles, right? But there's a third one for me, and that's to read and study people. I remember being in college going, what am I doing all this homework for when I want to I want to help people when I get out of college, I want to be a motivator, a communicator. I want to help people with their lives. And here I am stuck in a room looking at a book when there are just hundreds and hundreds of people out there for me to hang out with. And there were so many times, I, of course, it didn't, you didn't have to talk to me too hard to get me to <laughs> put aside my homework, right? But I'm like, what's the point of homework? There's people out there. I can learn from people. Why do I want to learn from this book when I can learn from people? Obviously, you need a balance of the both, right? But I love to learn from people. But here comes the tricky part. Here comes the TikTok therapy I was talking about. Or I should call it wisdom from a six-year-old. Sometimes talking with your sister is the only therapy you need. But sometimes after talking with your sister... You need therapies. <laughs> yep, that's perfect. I was a girl, by, and I think she's six years old, but her name is Charlotte Ann Tucker. And she's so right. I mean, sometimes the best therapy is to just hang out with a bro, hang out with a sis, right? Hang out with a friend and hang out with them. But sometimes hanging out with that bro or that sis or that friend or that person can also cause you to need therapy. <laughs> I mean, it's such a, a dichotomy there, but a six-year-old, has that knowledge, that wisdom, right? (laughs) So we need to learn from people, but we also need to use our brains as well. Like I said, your knowledge comes from your experiences, your reading and studying combined with the experiences that you have in growing up and the people that you live around. Nobody else has your knowledge. It's your knowledge. And here's the tricky part. Sometimes when we follow other people, we can go too far in that direction and realize that just because they disagree with me and they they have a PhD behind their name doesn't mean that they're right and I'm wrong. That knowledge that they're saying fits with their life, but it might not fit with your life. That's why we have to use our brains. It's okay to disagree with others. It's okay to learn from others, to study people, to study things, not let everyone else do all the work and then we just listen to them and then we just robotically repeat what they said. That's artificial intelligence. We didn't get that. It's artificial. We got it by listening to somebody else. Now, there's a difference between just listening to somebody else and accepting it or listening to someone else and trying to learn from it and put that knowledge into our experience. You know, I read the other day that the opposite of artificial intelligence is natural stupidity. (laughs) But what I'm trying to say is is the exact same thing that that Charlotte Ann Tucker said. Sometimes we need to learn from people and other times we need to learn from ourselves. Take all that information, but then put it into what you know and then apply it in a way that's going to make life better, not just for you, but for other people that are around you. Because artificial intelligence, in my opinion, in this situation, is just taking what someone else says for, well, they said it, so I'm just going to take it, instead of testing it, instead of seeing how it fits in your knowledge, it fits in your life. So use people, learn from them, but be a human and not a robot. Think, use your brain 
to come up with your knowledge. Because the opposite of artificial intelligence is natural stupidity. Being stupid is our choice, nobody else's. There are so many ways, there's so much knowledge out there that we can learn from, but learn as a human, not as artificial intelligence or natural stupidity, right? Learn the real way through your mind, through your experiences, through your knowledge, because your knowledge, it's your, like Benjamin Franklin said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. We need to invest in knowledge because that pays the best interest. So if you want to know, then read, study, study books, but also study people as well. Learn from them, then apply it, experience it. Go to that river and take a jump. Immerse yourself in that. Learn as much of that as you can. Jump into it. Then at the end of the day, listen to Benjamin Franklin and take all that knowledge and invest in it. It's your knowledge, not somebody else's. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. I hope that made sense. Remember, life isn't perfect, but that doesn't mean it can't be happy. D-Base.